much up about it. Yeah. I wanna know what's on your mind. Yeah. I trip about it. Every Tuesday night at 8pm Oh yeah And now we got some new guests In <laughs> the house Ooh. Oh yeah, bravo That was Mr. Ian Bamberger What an intro The Trip About It intro Written by Mr. B- Ian Bamberger by Live the way. Oh yeah, hello folks Good evening, New York City Greetings to the world. You're tuned in to Chirp About It Live. I am your host, Pat Sainville. We're broadcasting on the City World Radio Network in the great city of Manhattan, folks. Great city. We love it. Tonight we have a spectacular show for you. We always do. We have special guests in the house. Uh, interesting man, I have to say. Uh, great artist. Great painter. In fact, master, wow. one of the world's master painters he's known as. And he goes by the name of Mr. Bob Senadella. Welcome, Bob. Thank you. Oh, hello, yeah. Bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, hello. We're, awesome. going, we're going to hear a lot from Bob just in, uh, in a little bit, so sit tight, folks. We also have the return of Mr. Stuart Hirsch. Hello. Oh, yeah. Stuart, How are you guys? You. We love you on the show here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. All right, folks. Uh, and also, I'd like to thank JH. He's our engineer, so uh, thank you, JH, for keeping things together here at the station. Uh, also, folks, if you'd like to call in with your New York Moment Start Your Opinions, call 646-690-2976, 646-690-2976. Call in to chirp about it uh, and even ask uh, our panel some questions. Please. Which I'm sure you'll have some. All right. Without further ado, I'll just go uh, right into our local topic since we, I'm sure we have a lot to say. We all do. Uh, and then uh, we'll come back, take a break by Mr. Ian Bamberger, and we'll come back and speak with uh, Bob. Hear him chirp about it a bit. <laughs> oh yeah alright well number one um, you know, I, I hate to start off on a sad note but uh, this uh, situation in California this uh, wildfire it's really getting out of hand oh yeah um, you know people are losing their lives in fact a little over 40 people if not more and counting uh, has lost hundreds missing still hundreds yeah close hundreds to 300 missing. hundreds uh, really yeah yep. close to 300 yep. uh, people oh are, folks are missing in California so uh, wow. My prayers and thoughts go out to uh, all of our prayers and thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's very sad. There's Any, some. Yeah, go ahead. There's some brutal videos uh, that have come up already of a man who's escaping the fire. Oh, I don't want to know. Right, but I I'm going to tell you anyway. Have Stuart, nightmares right. now. And, right, and he comes down uh, down this road, and he didn't go down this road, but he knows a lot of his uh, neighborhood friends. They got caught. One car got started burning. They couldn't go around, and you, oh you had a, a a large loss of life down this hill. In California. And by the way, the, the, there's separate fires. You have the campfire that's north yeah. uh, California. That's the, that's the gigantic one. That's the big one. You have other uh, fires, two other fires, big ones, uh, in Southern California. And uh, So it, did it, it start as a, as a campfire? Yeah, I wonder. That's like fun. a campfire, well, like people sure. sitting around, like marshmallows campfire? Or? Right. Someone who maybe like, uh, threw a cigarette butt or something or left burning <sighs> embers. But, but you know, Donald Trump. Uh, oh God! He's, he's accused bad uh, fire management. You know, and, I read uh, that tweet. I, mean, uh, I read that tweet. You, it's disgusting. You know. it's, uh, is that's that our he, president. Oh, wait a huh? minute. Did he really? He that's blamed, our president. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. blaming. He's blaming like a. Uh, uh, you know, they he, he was going to hope. He was going to withhold uh, funds for the yeah, for yeah. for helping these people because it was bad <laughs> fire management. I mean, you know, the guys. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't know, end. He's really getting out of control. It doesn't right. end. Guys, you <laughs> know, we got we got. I have so many I other things to say, has, Pat, uh, about uh, stupid comments from stupid people, especially yeah. uh, Cindy Hyde Smith. If anyone knows who I'm talking about, no, no, no. Uh, please enlighten us. 
Okay, Cindy Hyde Smith is a senator from a senator from Mississippi, uh, who says to a cattle rancher that she was supporting, "I'd be front row to a public hanging for you." Really? In Mississippi? Oh yeah. And this was publicly what? said. This is publicly said. She said this November second. The video came out the past uh, the past few days. Public hanging in Mississippi. So Mississippi is notorious for lynchings. Yes, of course. Uh, know you know, yeah. throughout like Jim Crow, that whole entire era. Yeah. Yeah. This woman uh, is part of American government. And Remember this. Why, why is she mad at this guy? Well, why is she mad at this? Who, who's got? Why does she want him lynched? <laughs> this this person, she's running against Mike Espy. Okay. And uh, he he's a a African American gentleman running for the same seat. But she makes a joke like that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that, that's. that's uh, joke about, well, you know. I think that'd be called politically incorrect, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that too. But it's it's. it's <laughs> 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 to <laughs> say the least, yes. Why are we joking about hangings? No, yeah. well, we're, we're not. I mean, we're not joking about hangings. This woman did. Yeah. This woman did. Oh, I thought you meant we were. No, no, no. I say we okay. as like no, the. No. Uh, el- Never. Yeah, no, that's not funny. That's not even. A, I mean, this, this is what uh, the world has become. You know, politics has, is becoming, you know, with this, this well, off-the-cuff kind of talk or whatever you want yeah. to call well, it. Well, the blue know? wave, I think, is is a good beginning, yeah. but uh, yeah. we have to uh, – we can't uh, get caught again with uh, something like this. The idea that Trump is even um, – was even considered as presidential timber is right. what we have to really think about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So you need to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I think people uh, have woken up, you know, woken up, I should say. Is the Electoral College archaic? Is it out of date? It's always been out of date. Always. It's always been out of date. uh, I agree. It's really sad. They should unplug it. (laughs) They should unplug it. (laughs) They should unplug it. (laughs) Well, let's switch the topic a little bit. Uh, It's never too late to thank our U.S. uh, uh, veterans. Because yesterday we was, uh, in fact, we celebrated uh, Veterans Day. So I'd like to thank all of our uh, soldiers, men and women. Thank you for your service. Thank you for protecting us all in this country. I think actually Hanover Paul applause. I mean, we weren't on the air yesterday, so we're going to do it uh, tonight. It's never too late. Here's in fact, I, I, I have a son. My uh, my first son. Yeah, I saw is, the picture uh, on he's Facebook. An airman, yes. Uh, he's part of the Air Force. So, uh, Pat Jr., thank How you cool. very much. I was on the phone with him Hell yesterday, yeah, and nice. I thanked him for... Uh, his services and I got it's a beautiful thing. Very cool. Dad is yeah. ser- you know thanking his son. That's amazing for his service. So yes, uh, great, Jade's great also guy. a veteran as well. Yes, and Jade, of course. Yes, yes. round of applause. Uh, I, yeah, sure. Do you want to say something? No, I just think Air Force. Air Force, Air Force as well. See, Jade is a wow. Air Force as well. Very I cool. Yeah. I hate to bring it Donald Trump again, but he didn't uh, make it to the uh, cemetery Arlington because no. it was raining. Uh, so, uh, you wow. know, I mean, this is just another. No, that's true. I know it's true. Yeah, Can you I mean, imagine how many of our pilots have flown helicopters in conditions worse than some yeah, rain? Some rain. Yeah. In France? No, think about it, though. In, in war zones and in times of total crisis and life or death. Yeah. But wasn't know, he in Paris? Yes, he, yes. He, but not everyone has to think about their hairdo the way he does, though, you see. That, that's the... Uh, <laughs> rain landed oh, on his fucking toupee. <laughs> oh, what his hair would look like in the rain. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, I got a question. So, I, go ahead. When I looked up Veterans Day on the calendar, it said it was Sunday. Sunday. And everybody was, like, posting on Sunday, hey, happy Veterans Day, blah, 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 and all this. And then Monday, everybody was like, Hey, because it's Veterans Day today, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, 
Well, what it is, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's uh, it's publicly celebrated uh, yesterday because Sunday. I mean, Sunday. So the banks were closed, schools were, uh, were shot yesterday because it's ah, people wanted that day off. Exactly. Okay, so that's what it is. I so, gotcha. So I okay. guess we celebrated uh, uh, two days in a row. I say we celebrate every single day because these people are really sacrificing. Absolutely. Lives. They deserve so, a thank you every day. Every day. Absolutely. Every day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, we actually lost a uh, uh, an interesting uh, man, a comic. You know, Marvel Stan, com- oh. Yeah, Stan Lee. Go oh, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, Stan Lee, I well, wasn't a comic, but watching well, he was a <laughs> comic writer or... <laughs> I'm thinking we lost a comedian. That's okay. He was an artist of comics. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, my childhood. And when did Spider-Man come out? Decades oh, ago. Yeah. It was yeah, he brought a Spider-Man, the Hulk, I, uh, X-Man, Iceman. I mean, yeah. the guy. Whew. And it, it, it touches the entire country because, that you know, when you watch the Avengers or the Hulk... Or uh, any Spider-Man movie, yeah. even Tobey Maguire. Mm. Yeah. You know, I enjoy Jeans. it. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, what he did is legendary, and it has ramifications for you know generations to come. That's true. Because those heroes, children will look up to. And hell, I even enjoy characteristics yeah. of these epic heroes. I so, don't even think they, they have superheroes like that anymore they, nowadays. These modern superheroes. I, I who know. writes like that? You know, and he would, you know, about Stan Lee, he did these conventions like up until like recently, like he was always, he didn't need the money. He just loved to meet the fans and make them happy. Make them happy. So epic. You know? Yeah. So my condolences go out to you. A real legend. Go out to the uh, real legend, true legend. Yeah. And we should all live to 95. 95. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also a native New Yorker from the Bronx. He grew up in the Bronx. Did he really? Yep. Oh yeah. He had that accent, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Grew up in the Bronx. Wait a Bob Kane. Uh, didn't have the same kind of uh, luck as as he did um, Batman, and he sold. He, he was just a, a teenager, and they offered him like uh, twenty five hundred dollars. Seemed like a lot of money way back then, mm-hmm. and, he, and he sold the rights to Batman. What? Now, the re- yeah, he sold. Who did he sell him to? He, uh, to I think to the comics. DC? To, be DC, to DC, I guess. Comics, DC. but I mentioned this because I had a show with him. He had a he he was a uh, an artist. Uh, other than just a comic type artist, he was like, and he was a de- he was devastated uh, because he knew what the money and the uh, the fame that he could have had. But okay, so but to make him feel good, they gave him a Batman cat uh, cape and Batman um, thanks for his uh, you know uh, uh, his gloves. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and he came to the show. In a Batman uh, suit, I was kind of, I was kind cufflinks. Of, you're talking about cufflinks, so, yeah, cufflinks, yeah, the cufflinks, and uh, but it was kind of sad, but kind of funny at the same time. But I had never been in a uh, in an opening, my own opening, and then this guy comes in, yeah. and he he kind of looks like Batman, but not totally. But anyway, so his uh, you know these comic book um, uh, geniuses don't always uh, end up um, making the kind of uh, careers that, Career uh, that, yeah. that could you yeah. imagine like that Stanley that, did, yeah, or, yeah, it's true. dressing him up after they took Batman from him as Batman <laughs> yeah. would would be like you know like like you know trying to find Pete Best and dressing him up as a beetle in like the collarless suit and you know now you know that that God how embarrassing yeah well again uh, prayers and uh, you know go out to the family to the Lee family so Stanley you know, ninety five yeah. ninety five that's a good run. 
That's a good run. run. You brought us some good stuff. Well, you know, Thanksgiving is next week. Next week, Thursday, the 22nd. So let's talk turkey. Yeah, let's talk turkey. (laughs) Let's Uh, talk talk turkey. (laughs) Chicken, (laughs) chirp about it. All right, so uh, folks, uh, they will have the uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, Macy's is, of course, the I love those parades. Love, 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 love. But in these times, please, guys, be very vigilant and look out for each other and one another, okay? During the parade? Of course, you have to. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see what's going on. This world yeah, is yeah, a crazy yeah. world, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we have to just make sure that, you know, enjoy the parade, but just try to be as mindful and vigilant as possible. Look out mm-hmm. for one another because, you know, we're I mean, we're a target, you know. I mean, every day you hear something different. It's crazy. I think the worst thing that happened in a Thanksgiving Day parade was the, um, what was it, the olive oil balloon hit a lamppost and oh, it yeah, fell. And there were many oh, people who heard a woman the, fell. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. Back in early nineties, yeah, 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 yeah. That was wasn't that bizarre? Very bizarre. But you couldn't. That was like nothing you could have even foreseen. Yeah, foreseed. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, you know, next week again is uh, (laughs) Thanksgiving, and then right after that is uh, the Black Friday, which everyone, I guess, really it's the that's Americans at their finest. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ian. So that's next, sarcasm, next, uh, friend. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, then uh, Black Friday. Go out and do uh, kick off the holiday season. That's what it is. All right, I think uh, we've covered uh, enough of our local topics, and I, so I think it's about that time to do what we do best. What do you say, Ian? We're going to chirp about it. All right, folks, I think it's about the time to liven up the show and do what we do best, and which is chirp about it. All right, Jay, give us some of that tune. Folks, these comments you're about to hear are real comments from real New Yorkers, your mothers, your brothers, your sex partners, your train conductors, <laughs> your whomever. <laughs> also, folks, if you'd like to call with your New York moments, thoughts, or opinions, call the show at 646-690-2976 with that Ian. Kick it off. All right, this first chirp. Uh, first time I've seen a chirp from Fort Hamilton. Shout out to Fort Hamilton. This is Gail. Gail says this. My gratitude and love for this city don't change the fact that I sometimes want to roundhouse kick the person walking in front of me at a slow pace because they're looking at their phone. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? I feel that. I, 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 this is Chirper, by the way. This is Gail from uh, Fort Hamilton. Yeah, Gail, I feel you. I feel you on that, you know. But just don't act upon it, though. You don't want to do that. But yeah, I, that's, no. that's assault, brother. That's assault. assault. We don't want, we don't want any Gail wins. Hey, exactly. That's we don't how you want get arrested, Gail. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, But Gail. if you do do it, make sure someone's videotaping it. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> recording that shit. And send it to Ian. Thanks send it to me. Sure. He'll make a song about it. That, well, that's Fuck right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that chirp, Gail. All right, Bob, what do you have to chirp about? <laughs> well, I got to hear, uh, now that the uh, Dems have won uh, half the battle, we're uh, going for the uh, for the rest. Beware, GOP. Ooh. Number 2018, uh, Primaris. <laughs> That's right. 2018 primaries. All right, the Democrats has won the House. Back. That- that's, so that's, that's Brian, Upper West Side. All right, Brian, Good. thanks for that chirp. So the second half, beware GOP. They're coming for you. The Dems are coming, just like the Brits. <laughs> All right, Stuart Hirsch, what do you have? <laughs> All right, um, this is from Tanya from Sheepshead Bay. I wish Marlene was here to do this one. <laughs> I can't do this one. What's the chances that I'll ever see the heels I forgot on the Brighton Beach-bound B train last night again? I got off at Sheepshead Bay around 6 
50. Please help me if you see her. <laughs> Tanya of Sheep's Head Bay. It would be nice if we had a description of these. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, physical what are you description. Talking about? Oh, my God. I see shoes all over the place, all over New I'm York. You better take those off, Pat. <laughs> but I, I actually love the fact that somebody feels that, you know, chirp about it may be able to help them reconnect with their There you with go. Their right. Huh? Chirp about it. We're spreading. Also, folks, you can find this show on uh, iHeartRadio podcast. All right. Chirp about it live. iHeartRadio podcast. That's so, so you cool. can never miss the show with Daddy and Bamberger. What do you have? Yeah, I got something for you right here. This is Lauren from Midtown. <laughs> what did I start? And Lauren <laughs> says, I love how random New York City can be. Ran into Heidi Blickenstaff earlier, but didn't realize she was the amazing and hilarious actress I had seen in hashtag Freaky Friday, hashtag Ooh. I love New York, hashtag I love Heidi Blicks. Oh yeah, we love New York that, as well. That's Lauren Midtown. Well, uh, have you seen that? Sh- that that uh, it's it's a it's a Broadway show. Freaky Friday. Have you seen it? Was not a movie with like Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis? No. Yes. Yes. And who was the kid? Lindsay Lohan. It was Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, What's Lindsay good. Lohan that's doing now? That's back before she blew up. Well, you see, that's like New York blew for up you. badly because she was great and meet. You, you, you know what? I love Lindsay Lohan. Great actress. All right, great for that trip. Uh, you know, we rub shoulders everywhere, every every Nothing. day with people here in New York City. I know. Time for chilling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. What do you have? We'll do one more round of chirps. Let's hey, do it. hands down, New York is the greatest world in the universe. Oh, I love New yeah, York, dude. <laughs> New York is the world. Ooh. Okay, that's uh, Sebastian. And from New York City, I love yes. it, Sebastian. That's a one, that's an amazing chirp, huh? New York is the world, um, the greatest world in the universe. Who is that? Copernicus? We're the I center like of the of center of the universe. John Copernic- Lennon said it was the center of the universe. Thanks, New York. John, okay, yes. yeah. What about Copernicus? Wasn't that like we're the center? Am I wrong? Copernican theory. Someone you, help me here. Maybe Lennon got it from Copernicus. You know, What's your take on that, Trump? My my take is this: is that I hate to bring up Trump again, but um, <laughs> that's you know, three now. Bring him if up. we if we uh, if we knew that if New York really wasn't the universe because we got a lot of states out there and we found out this time that it was the uh those blue states and even georgia might come through to us and even uh, red and blue all together and i think that's what this country needs now is not to think that new york is the uh is the whole world that's right i think that we got to think more about these other states great message great message i love that that's That's good yeah that's straight from bob huh i love that yeah all right Stuart, what do you have all right uh, this is from Terrence from Queens. It took me took me longer to go from Queens to Midtown Manhattan <laughs> than it took me to go from Chicago to New York City. Oh, what God. a bummer, you know? <laughs> I do know. Yes, uh, I do know. That that is a bummer, huh? I mean, these subways. I mean, the subway system is just. Horrible mm. on the weekends. I mean, it's really, really bad. Horrible. Uh, horrible. It's horrible. horrible. And in fact, you know, Mr. Uh, the Chairman, Joe Loda, just uh, recently resigned last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he resigned. Yeah, so I guess uh, Andrew Cuomo is looking for a replacement for Mr. Joe Loda. Wow. All right, with that, it is what it is. MTA. All right, Ian, why don't you do, uh, let's do one more round of chirps and then we'll take a break by Mr. Ian Bamberger. And Thank he's about say. to chirp about it now. <laughs> this is beautiful. This is uh, Taraya from Westchester. And she must be a nurse because she says this. Travel nursing is fun, but the amount of love and pride I have in New York is insurmountable. Hashtag 
I love New York. I love New York City. Oh, yeah, baby. So, I love Nurse, that. That's good. A, that's a great trip. Positive. It's a great trip. Very positive trip. Well, what's not to like? I mean, this is a big apple, huh? I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's an amazing city. All right, well, thanks for that trip. All right, traveling nurses, huh? We have everybody tripping about it. Nice. All right, Bob, do you have another trip? Do you want to do one more? Can't, can't. Uh, all right. Oh, we'll do uh, Stuart, and then we'll come back to Bob. Do one more. Me? Okay. This is from Fernando from Queens. That moment you wish you were an inch tall to be able to... Why well, I sound like Dracula? <laughs> to be able to breathe in a crowded subway car during rush hour. Oh. I what do you wish for? <laughs> this is Fernando from Queens. So, Fernando, I guess... It's not high enough, and he's suffocating throughout through a crowded train on the. On it the depends train. on what's really hanging out in that train car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that chirp, Fernando. We're gonna leave it at that. All right. Do we have one more chirp? We got we'll a take big a break. one here. From All right. Let's do it. Amanda. This is Amanda from Long Island. Let's read this. Yesterday, a man ran past me. I was running for the Long Island Railroad and stood in between the doors of the train when he got there. To make sure I made it too. Oh wow! Okay, he stood in between to make sure she made it too. I really hope uh, he heard me say thank you. I was out of breath, Amanda. <laughs> wow! Wait, wait! That was truly that's, that's touching. That's a good one. I like that. This person runs out of his way to make sure she makes the train. Yeah. So. And then she was out of breath, and she probably yeah. whispered, "Thank you." It's Amanda from Long Island. And she hoped you heard him. Nice chirp. Well, you know what? I think he heard you on this show. All right, Amanda? So continue to uh, keep chirping about it. What's the song, Amanda, I'm trying to think of? All right. You want to do one more uh, uh, before we uh, before Stuart goes into his song, Amanda? I'm sorry. Let's do one more, <laughs> and then we'll take a break. Bye. All right. I think it says, TFN people are endlessly honking their horns at ambulances that stopped in the middle of the, of the street responding to an emergency at an apartment only in New York. Yeah. No sympathy. Yeah. Well, well I, how could you not agree with that? Yeah, how could you not agree with that? No that's, sympathy uh, at all. Yeah. But that's New York for you. Everyone's in a rush. No one, no one has patience, you know? I mean, people are dying. People are sick. You know, give people a chance. But, hey, it is what it is. All right. Do we have another chirp? I, uh, yeah. All right. I thought that was the last. Uh... All right. Is that it? Do we have one more, Stewie? Um, I don't want to do chirp. All right, folks, so that, that, that was our round of chirps. Hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed. Please continue to chirp about it on chirpaboutit.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also hear your chirps live on the show. Become a celebrity for a second or two. Why not? All right. Uh, we're going to take a break by Mr. Ian Bamberger, and then we'll be back to interview our interesting and lovely guest, Bob. Tomorrow night, November uh, 14th, I believe, right? Uh, 10 p.m. I will be at the bitter end performing music with my band. It's a great band. I have a bunch of albums out. I hope you guys can uh, can attend. Anyone listening, come out. <laughs> if you say you know the show, you talk sir. to me. I'll buy you a beer. There we go. Wow. And I'll buy you a beer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is Frantic. This is a song uh, that I've been uh, acknowledged for a few times uh, back in the Asbury Park Music Awards. And uh, there's a music video out. I hope you enjoy it. In Bamberger, folks. Chirp about it live. Yeah. I'm so frantic, I can't look out the door. I'm growing older, I don't want to anymore. It's not a scream, 
of adolescence I just need to know what's coming my way So please, show me something That'll give me a better day Oh yeah Won't you show me how to play In this big mystery Well, sometimes I can't get out of my head Don't let me fall off the edge Cause I'm frantic Woo! Frantic 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 Sometimes I'm so confused I don't really know what it is I'll do Well, grab my hand and we can understand Just a moment from now we can write our master plan Say it, I'm frantic! 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 My hands start to tremble and shake. These thoughts I can't break. Put on the brakes Before I break on through We're going faster now It's all we can do So drop me a line Before we run out of time It's in our veins This is how we will shine Cause I'm so frantic 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 Yeah, folks, see you back again. We'll be right back. Hi, folks, this is Ed Lemo. Who is Ed Lemo and why should I listen? Ed Lemo is an attorney that is unique in that he gives consumers good, solid information about the law that will help protect them against irresponsible drivers, landowners, and doctors in hospitals who are negligent and cause you harm. Ed Lemo has been representing individuals against insurance companies since 1984. Ed Lemo limits his practice to accident, injury, and medical malpractice claims. You can find out more about me at my website at www.lemolaw.com. That's www.lemolaw.com. Or you can reach me at 646-522-9082. So if you're injured in an accident or a victim of malpractice and you need a trial attorney who has experience in the courtroom and gets results, 
Call Ed Lemo at 646-522-9082, or you can reach me at edwardlemo at yahoo.com. Or you can go to my website for further information, www.lemolaw.com. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. All right. Uh, personal injury attorney. Great one. Uh, Mr. Edward Lemo. Lemo. Please uh, visit Mr. Edward Lemo uh, on his website through his website, uh, lemolaw.com. Uh, this show is also brought to you by uh, Chirpin' Chicken, so please download their app on, uh, through chirpinchickens.com for a huge discount on any meal. All right. Just mention the show. Chirp about it live. Chirp, 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 chirp. chirp. Also, I have uh, Accordia Shipping, who's one of our sponsors as well. So for all of your shipping needs, from a pencil to a car to containers, Please visit AccordiaShipping.com. Just mention the show again. Show up about it live for a huge discount. All right, and Papa John's Pizza for all uh, for your dinner tonight, in fact, you know? Family dinner. Maybe even they need to bring it in here for us. Yeah, you know, huh? you're doing we're working on that yeah, for okay. the new year, yeah, or in the yeah, new year. Yeah, yeah 2019. We're, going, cool. we're working on all of that. All right. So just uh, visit Papa John's, download their app for a huge discount as well. Uh, uh, just mention the show, Trip About It Live, for a huge discount. All right, with that, man, that was an amazing song. Frantic by Mr. Ian Bamberger. Boy, what very a song, nice. huh? Thank you very much. Man, yeah, you're hot. I tell yeah, you, we're a, so lucky. State, frantic. state of mind, frantic. You know, yeah. sometimes you feel anxious and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. write a song. You gotta write a song. Say something. There's oh, a you, fine you, line you, between. You, got, you gotta chirp about it. You know, it's, you know, anxious write a song frantic. or chirp about it. You know, I love that. Yeah, man. I don't see any wires attached to your guitar. This is straight up, just acoustic and and. Well, the ones on the front. Oh, okay. That I mean, that's a you know, even that's kind of great these days. You know, Pete Seeger, Pete Seeger, would have uh, been a big fan of yours. And what I love, you know, one of the things that people don't know about Pete Seeger is that he was the guy that unplugged. Bob Dylan's guitar back in the uh, that big uh, concert. Did he physically ah. do it yep. when he, he went electric? Oh, I never he heard that part it. of the yeah. story. Oh yeah, he was the guy that did it. Oh, that's cool. Wait, yeah. so Dylan plays cool. electric and they all boo him, and then Seeger comes up and unplugs him. He went electric. I didn't with hear the that band, part of the story. Right? That was the name. That's of his. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was, like, uh, it was yeah. a turning point, but uh, you know, Pete Seeger was a uh, he was he was a the real deal. You know, he was in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. You're cool. the real oh, deal as well, Bob. Awesome. All right, folks. Uh, who, you know, we have a, a guest, really interesting guest, lovely guest, uh, Bob Sinadella here in the house. Uh, very famous New York City painter. I should said global painter, in fact. Welcome, Bob. Hey, well, uh, hope, great to be here. Yeah, I hope you're having a good time so far. Hey, so far it's been uh, it's great. It's been know? great. Awesome. Good, good, good. Well, welcome to Chirp About It Live. And I really wanted to have you on the show since I started the show because uh, I've been hearing about you. I've seen a lot of your work throughout the city. And uh, I always wanted to have you on the show. And as I mentioned to you earlier, um, a couple of days ago, I had so many people who said to me, you have to, you need to get this man on your show. So you're here. There we have you. We're here today. So I'm happy. Well, that's great to know because, you know, I am the most widely written about unknown artists in America. So that's uh, something. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think that is, Bob? (laughs) Well, you know, it's uh, it's all about the message. And what we've learned, I think, over the years is that the um, uh, the more truthful the message, the harder it is to uh, to get it across. And it it hasn't gotten easier over the years, mm. which is too bad. It's uh, it's it's really gotten harder, and uh, that's why um, I'm suing MoMA, mm-hmm. the Guggenheim, the Met, the um, and the New Museum in New York. Wow. Um, wow. 
And the and really the reason is is that I just I've, I've been trying to find out the criteria for that they use in order to uh, you know uh, select an artist to hang their work, and okay. uh, the lawsuit is still in uh, still going on to their dismay. They had they wanted it to be uh, dismissed uh, immediately, and the judge, uh, you know, he, he he did the right thing. He said, well. Bob is willing to mediate with you. He's willing to just sit down and talk. And, mm. uh, um, but uh, they had no interest in that. Right. And so anyway, uh, I'll I'll definitely would, would like to keep you posted on how that goes. But uh, uh, I'm also, I guess, uh, the only artist who sued uh, five major museums in New York. Yeah. But uh, I hope I'm... Uh, uh, known for more than that in time to come. <laughs> why, why, why did you do that? What was the impetus? Well, they well, weren't letting his paintings in there? Is that what it is? Well, okay. When you've been painting for 50 years yeah. and you figure, you say to yourself, uh, at, at what point, uh, what would I have to do? You know, have I got to bring to my achieve slides? That. Yeah. Bring my slides and show my slides or something? Yeah. You know, and as I said, when I say I'm the most widely written about unknown artists, I mean, there's a there's a documentary out of me that was award-winning, New York Times, yep. wow. Critics Pick. Uh, wow. Nice. Uh, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's on yeah. uh, Netflix. And it just got chosen for the um, uh, in- International Film Festival. Film Festival. Nice. So all this stuff, yeah. and they're doing a, a book, and this not. And I'm not saying this is just to say, it, it, but you say to yourself, well, wh- what is it then that you need to do? Uh, you you would think all these are the kind of things you know had international shows, mm. fifty shows shows in in, in uh, Germany, France, Spain, mm-hmm. you know. So I've got to a point where I said, well, I it, this was my uh, a, a uh, not not a last resort because I'll have other ideas. I'll also when this is done, but uh, we'll we'll see how it turns out, and I'll, I'll I'd like to keep you posted. Oh, absolutely. Well, well, let me well, ask you a know, question. Come back, back onto yeah. the show and chirp about it. Yeah, want to yeah, hear about yeah. it? Yeah. Of course. Uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah, So, all right. So you've got all these years uh, of painting and these museums are shutting you out and they're not. Now, what happens if it does come full circle? They allow your paintings in. And then where do you go? Well, the. What would you do? (laughs) Well, I I think uh, I I think at this point, if I have a show at a museum, it'll be. My terms also. In other words, it's not like I'm going to uh, allow uh, a museum to just. I don't want just a show. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, a real show. I'm. I, I figure artists um, probably have a better idea of what, um, how to hang a show, uh, even to uh, to select, select what what you want to show. Oh, somewhere. sure. So it, it, it's this kind of thing. I I think I would also um, I would make sure that the critics. Would have to pay, in order to, if they if they want to write and, and and bash me or something or write or and whatever it is, I would make the critics pay. You know, from New York Times, you want to you want to uh, mm. criticize me or yeah. you want to <laughs> even say something good, uh, you pay for it. You know, uh, turn the turn the uh, yeah, thing right, around instead of just uh, same with musicians, you know, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, pay. Say, say it, make them pay. You want to make them pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say my name, right? You want to use my name, <laughs> and you'll get a money. beer. They're going to say what, yes. you bastard, you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, what's in the well, name? What's in the name, uh, Art Bastard? Well, you know, I'm a card-carrying bastard. And when I mean that, I mean 
personally, I, I found out at a kind of later age that I, uh, that my father was not my father and that kind of thing. So mm. I, I'm a bastard in that sense, mm. but I'm, I'm even a worse bastard when it comes to the art world because right. I don't play their game. Right. And as I say, <laughs> I keep on getting, uh, you know, I, I did the, uh, uh, the mural at, at Le Cirque restaurant, right, which was like a, a pretty big thing at the time. <clears throat> I'm an absolute artist. But even Andy Warhol wouldn't let me do the bottle because uh, he didn't. He thought I wasn't one of them. Yeah. What's your and beef with Andy? Because I read not, about that. Uh, there's there's yeah, a beef I mean, between you and you know, Andy. Did you well, know him? A, we, oh, yeah, sure I knew him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I knew him. I, I did, um, you know, his, I did the, the, um, the uh, Heinz soup can, by the way. Mm-hmm. See, and because uh, I always thought that Heinz he did was a better and soup. Did. <laughs> I, I thought Heinz was a better soup. You no, know? he, he wasn't too proud of that. Does Heinz still he, make he soup? And yeah, they do in England. They uh, wow. Uh, yeah, they still one of our sponsors. Soup so uh, <laughs> to be, and, you know, and if they if they're to be, I would love, I would love to give you guys. You could use a little. Uh, Decoration here. How about a Heinz soup can on your wall? Oh, that'd be oh, super. Right. That'd be nice. Where super. is that Heinz yeah, here soup I go. can? Where is that exact? The uh, oh, it's it, the uh, the original is uh, up in Maine, but the cool. uh, but I have plenty of posters yeah. and uh, beautiful beautiful silk screens, and uh, so you know it's uh, it, it's really about the soup and uh, it's about the soup. And not, Do you not, have like budgeted posters, like like uh, posters of your artwork that somebody can buy, like the average person can buy, like a oh, yeah. like a paper poster? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Man. I love and it. how can yeah. they get that? Is there a website or something they can go to? Uh, I, uh, there, there's a website, but I guess the best way would be to go to just arcetadelagallery dot com, and you'd see the whole the soul, uh, the, yeah. whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Cool. Now, I can't even a, say lot, that. a lot of your art has to do with New York City, which is what my show yeah. is really all about. The show is really all about. What, what's that about? Tell us. What's your take on this? Well, on this New York is, um, even though I was born in Boston, uh, and I am a Red Sox fan, I hate to tell you that, uh, but <laughs> yeah, we'll get that okay. out of the way. Get but you don't have the Boston accent. You said it out now. You <laughs> yes. said it now. But, um, so, you know, I paint basically what what's around me, and, and New York City has been a, uh, I mean, there's no end to the, um, you know, uh, the things that go on in yeah. New York, uh, whether it's a... Uh, whether it's cityscapes, whether it's uh, traffic jams, yeah. whether it's uh, uh, you people, know, it just it's it's just endless. Um, and and I of course I've done uh, over fifty bar painter paintings. Now I don't want you to think that I spend a lot of time at bars, but nothing wrong but, with that. But uh, but um, so I, I've done in in New York City. I've done. Um, uh, PJ Carney's one of my favorite to, uh, uh, neighborhood uh, yeah, bars, and they have uh, that's like a uh, like a little gallery for me at, up on Fifty Seventh Street. Did yeah. you do Triple O's? Twenty. Uh, yeah, I got. Um, I didn't get Triple O's. Okay. But, uh, uh, Fifty but, bars. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I'm and I'm planning to do a um, a uh, a calendar. A bar for every month, but a two a, a two year calendar. So get twenty four bars. Oh, beautiful! There, and that'll be. Uh, I'll buy that. Will, will you yeah, charge I'll for that? that? Will you charge? You can play twenty four bars. For that? And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. this will be. Um, so <laughs> that's cool. Uh, working well. that out with the various bars. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, like I got a quick question. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, you said you grew up in Boston, right? Uh, obviously, you know Whitey Bulger met his untimely death. 
Did yeah. you ever, ha- you yeah. know, oh, what was yeah, it like growing was, up in Boston, yeah. Boston with that man yeah. <laughs> they, doing things? Well, you know, I was too young at that time to really, uh, okay, uh, to get a full thing. Out. I, I came to New York at a pretty young age. Okay, uh, okay. That's why I'm, uh, but I do know that story. And, yeah, that uh, man was, yeah, like was like ridiculous yeah, running that yeah. town. Okay, okay, just, you know, because he met his untimely death well, we, like we, two we, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and, but in jail, he, you know, he, yeah. He got it, uh, so good reason to stay out of jail. You know? Good. <laughs> real, real, real justice. Yeah, real yeah, justice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now there's a there's a, uh, an Art Bastard film you had just mentioned, you, t- you touched on. Why don't you tell us about that? That that film was written by uh, Victor uh, Konevsky. Konevsky. Uh, he was yeah. the he was the editor, and he was the guy that actually, um, like everything else in life, you know this this film. I thought it would never it went on for years, and I and like the art world, I said, well, you know, hey, uh, it's probably not going to happen. Anytime they wanted me to come and do a interview or whatever, I did it. I did it. And finally, this guy, Konevsky, after three other um, uh, directors, uh, he magically put this thing together. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I say, it turned out we got uh, New York Times critics pick. Nice. Uh, and it's about... Um, it's about the art world that I'm talking about, the art world that is not very um, kosher and that it is a big business and it's unregulated and all this kind of stuff comes out in the film. Um, but in a way, in a, in, a, in a way that is really um, spectacular, really, the music, the uh, Jim McDonald was, was uh, uh, fantastic in doing the... Uh, the music and Chris Cannon was the guy behind. He was the guy behind the scenes. Uh, they think of him as a businessman, and yet he was the guy that made all the hard decisions and said, "No, I want. I want it to be more, to be tough. I want it to don't don't pull punches with the art world, etc." Now, fifty fifty positive reviews about this film. Right, this is in all over the country. Fifty now, but no. No museum, no gallery, no has picked up on this. Mm. And New York so that, City, or, or no, just whoever, but certainly in New York City. Yeah, and so that's why I, I, I picked the five galleries to sue, um, because that was just kind of the the final. You say, well, wait a second, this has been going on for a long time, uh-huh. but if you get that kind of um, you know accreditation for one film, and then. You say, well, something is going wrong here. They just so ignoring you is really better than than saying, oh, hey, you know, we should have picked this up of this guy maybe twenty five or thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. But it also brings in into play what is wrong with how the museum system works and how and how someone gets to where. So I I probably will end up challenging uh, museums to a show, and I think that's the best way to do it. Say, you know. Uh, let make a fool out of me, you know. Make a fool out of me. Just make me a fool out of me. Let let me put my work up there oh. and get this thing out of the way once and for all. Bob Sanadella, you, we are gonna, you know, we're finally gonna get rid of you because you're a thorn in our <laughs> yeah. side. So let's put side. up all your work. Is the documentary um, about you not being able to get into these museums and suing them? Is that in the documentary? Is that the backbone of it? No, it's really um, it's just showing the work. And mm-hmm. I think, and and the a lot of the uh, trials and tribulations of being an artist in general, 
But when you see the work, you know, when I did all the Q&As afterwards, they'd say, well, how come you're not in a museum? You know, come, yeah. I, heard, I heard that so many times. Mm-hmm. And then the worst thing, they, uh, some woman said to me, well, why, why would they uh, now accept you after 50 years? And that, mm-hmm. and that would really gut me. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. And I thought, Jesus, she's right. <laughs> they, yeah. Well, yeah. Why would they do well, it now? You know, <laughs> uh, you know. Sometimes, most of the time, a lot of artists after their death, they become very popular and famous. Uh, yeah. Van Gogh is I don't nice. think he's looking for that. that's really the problem. It's it's the it is that, that's a problem, is like, and I know. hate to keep waiting, but uh, you know, I'm going to keep waiting as long as possible. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Who, is, who inspires you? Are you inspired by any anything? Anyone? Any artists, any painters? Well, you know, I, I, I get inspired by uh, going right back to Hieronymus um, um, Bosch and Bruegel and George Gross. and I mean, there's so many artists that America had one of the, uh, in the in the 20s and 30s, there were great, great artists in this country. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, we can't, you know, this, this is another whole story, but what's going to be coming out pretty soon is that the CIA actually was very much responsible very in part paid played a big part in 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 the uh, advent of abstract expressionism hmm. the which, CIA the CIA you know, it's a, it, it's a it's a fantastic it's story the whole of the show and, in itself and maybe right. and maybe uh, maybe <laughs> someone will do a, a movie in that pretty soon but there are two books coming out uh, one is called who paid the piper and uh, there's some very interesting things uh, going oh. on about the art world and why. But just think about it. Nelson Rockefeller became a great uh, art collector. Okay. But when did he come become an art collector? After the 50s, when abstract expressionism was in. Okay. He's not going to hang a anti-war painting by George Gross or or uh, William Gropper or you see or or Goya. Mm-hmm. But now he can hang a you know some you know, squares and this and that and the other thing. And who's who's to say, you know, soup he, can. he can't offend any, uh, how about, yeah, or soup can, yeah. But I bet you wouldn't have hung the uh, Heinz, you know. What country was Marcel <laughs> Duchamp from? Oh, oh, well, Duchamp, of course, was the, he was such a, uh, he Druid, was the, what are they calling him? He, he was a Dadaism? He was, he was, he was, um, he was no, he, he was, well, he was part of Dada. But he was he was the artist that uh, realized that that just a urinal, right? The story of the urinal is, is too is too great. To, to, he, they, he belonged to a club. No one knows this either. They belonged to a little art club. Okay. Okay. And his whole idea was that the same thing that I'm talking about now is that no one should be censoring your you know. So if you want to belong to this club, you pay him a few dollars a month, oh. and anything you want to show. In, in a you you could show, he pretended that he was this guy, uh, Art Mutt, okay. R Mutt was his name, and he brings a urinal. No one, you know, he paid the money for R Mutt. He brings this urinal, and everyone in the group said, "That's not art. Mm. You, you can't show this. This is like you know." Mm. But he said, hey, I, the, "The guy paid the money. I brought the thing, and of course now we know what happened to this urinal, right? So, is it art?" Is that how we get yeah. soup cans, though? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's <laughs> about the same way. It's about it's, it's just kind of a rerun of the, of the thing, except that except Duchamp was was a genius, and he realized what he he was making a point and kind of fun at 
art collectors and so on. And he and he must be laughing every day in his grave because did he paint the urinal? Oh, it's a real urinal. Did he, oh, no. This no? Is, is no he didn't, like, decorate it. No, like, this no. Is, oh, like no, this is just, you just pick it up off the street yeah. and, you, oh. and you sign it. You know, this is a, uh, you know, but, um, and yeah. he, and the whole art world has the, I would say the, um, the artists who are like, like a guy like, I, I don't like to mention uh, contemporary artists except for Jeff Koons because he can't we draw. Talked we actually week. talked about it Because he can't week, draw, yeah. he can't paint, and he can't sculpt. Uh-huh. And yet he's the most successful artist in America. Well, okay. And he America. was just, and, and, or, no, maybe in the world. And he just was sued for $168,000 for stealing an idea from someone, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is where the art world uh, has come. So, so, in other words, I only mention him because I find it absolutely um I guess yeah. What, what are you going to say? It it it's so bad for for real for for young artists for people that are uh, somewhat serious, et cetera, et cetera. I have more of a sense of humor than he has, but his his thing is all about making money, right? And his things is not like oh, I'm I'm some breakthrough. Every artist who does his work for him should have yeah. to. They should have their name on the they they should. Uh, like if the uh, like the sculptures, mm-hmm. well, he doesn't do them, mm-hmm. so they they should mm-hmm. get some credit for it, and that's the kind of thing that I'm um, you know by suing these museums and so on, they've lowered the the, the bar yeah. to, to the point where now everyone is an artist, and when everyone's an artist, then that hurts the real the artist real artists. the most. That, yeah. Yeah, well Ooh. said, well said. Yeah. What do you I think like of it. the artwork of Yoko Ono? Well, I think it's lucky that she was uh, married to uh, John, John Lennon. Lennon. To John Lennon. Oh, okay. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well said. Hey. Well I mean, said. She gets to dictate what art is, though, you know, because of that. Uh, Imagine, like, if, would she be as successful if John Lennon wasn't dating her and being, like... Well, Yoko actually was responsible for writing the poem called Imagine that became the basis for John's... Biggest song. He played it. She didn't play. You know, Stewart actually you know, met. Well, you met yeah. John. Yeah, I met them both. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, both. you actually met a few celebrities a couple of weeks ago. I did. I did. I brought them out to uh, Chiller Theater Expo, and uh, how was that? That was wonderful. And the, and it's twice a year. It's at the end of October and the end of April. So the next one is at the end of April, Parsippany, New Jersey. Um, yeah, I reunited the cast of the Love Boat. Love Boat, Love Boat, and the, and and Barbara Feldon was there, and she reunited with um, Bernie Coppell, who was also Siegfried on uh, Get Smart, yeah. the, the head of Chaos. Uh, and uh, Ron Dante was there, who sang Sugar Sugar for everybody. He was the one, the guy who sang the Archies, but he also produced Manilow's first albums. Very talented guy. Um, but yeah, Gavin McLeod, let me tell you, 87 years old and the, 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 just one of the nicest people I've ever – he had a line going really far. To take and uh, took, pictures with him? Yeah, to take pictures and get autographs. And he must have spent a minimum of 15 minutes with, with each person, person and didn't want to really hear anything else about it. He was there to meet the people Good. and love the people. And, and I heard just sitting next to him laughter, tears, hugs. God, everything yeah. was in this conversation. 
Uh, Sounds like something Bob would do. <laughs> you know, a, a group of guys asked to take us to dinner at, at Ruth Chris Steakhouse, which is in the hotel. Yeah. So we went, and these guys, you know, sat with Gavin, and they, this was their dream. And we were leaving there, and I said to Gavin, I said, do you know these guys are going to remember this for the rest of their lives? And we were walking back to, to the rooms, and he, and he got choked up, and he said, what about me? I'm, oh. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. Right. This meant so much to me. Oh, wow. You know, a sweet, sweet guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet words, by the way. Huh? Yeah. That's nice. I like this. So you really had a good time. A wonderful time. Chiller Theater Expo is... Twice a year. The greatest party ever. And it's twice a year right here in New Jersey. Do you know uh, who, you'll have, who you're inviting uh, 2019? I'm working April? on it. I'm working on it. It's always interesting. I, I go from one to another without a net, you know? <laughs> so I got things in the works. I love it. Oh boy, I love it. All right. Uh, well, we have a few more minutes. All right, Bob. You know, you have a saying. A saying. I mean, we, we probably can all figure it out. But I want to hear what you have to say about your own saying. You say, uh, "If you compromise with your art, why be an artist?" In closing, please. That's tell a us great what statement. That, it is a great statement. Well, you know, it's it's the uh, it's it's what uh, keeps me going, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and. It, it's it's what makes me allow you know I teach at the Art Students League New York, which is also a fantastic place because it uh, they still have the atelier system, which means that the working artists teach the students, and and there's no grading, and there's no uh, no one tells me what to do. I I am, and so uh, when I have to tell my students when you know when they see things like you know uh, Jeff Koons or the uh, this other kind of art that mm-hmm. I, I think is really not art. Not art. Um, I have to tell them. I said, number, number one, I tell them, don't don't give up your day job. But and but that really really leads into if you're going to be an artist, uh, you know, uh, why compromise? Yeah. And because we it's freedom of expression. Yeah, and we we compromise. We're, we're forced to compromise in so many other ways in life. And um, so this, is, so for me, this is what what keeps me uh, keeps me moving. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, all right, in closing, is very anything, cool. Anything new coming about? Any shows? Any? Well, I, apparently, I'm going to be in Art Basel, which I never had. Uh, um, uh, some group outside wants to wants to um, show my. Uh, I guess the most famous painting I've done is uh, the Crucified Santa Claus. And, I saw that. Uh-oh. <laughs> and this is, and they want to make it. Um, you know, they they want to bring it out. You know, uh, Saatchi and Saatchi, um censored it. It's been censored so so many times, and uh, so you might be able to see. It. You get down to Art Basel, you'll see uh, Santa Claus on a cross. Well, Santa Claus is coming to town. With that, uh, the show has come to an end. I'm sad to say so, but uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, same time, same place. Trepping by the Live City World Radio Network. Bob, I'd like to thank you very much, and certainly you, you, you're always welcome back. Okay? The door's always open uh, uh, for you and to you. This is Stuart Hirsch. Thank you favorite. very much. Oh, this was yeah. a pleasure. Well, you're always here. You know, you're, you're a co-host, so I don't have to say Thank you. Well, thank you anyway for coming on. My little brother, younger brother, Ian Bamberger, who's playing the soft, nice guitar in the background, closing out the show. I love it. And Jade, thank you very much, folks. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Also, if you would uh, like to uh, re-listen to the show tonight, just go on to iHeartRadio, Chirp About It Live. Listen to our podcast. Thank you very much. Chirp About It Live. 
Today's entertainment has been brought to you in part by Galito's Restaurant.